Hey guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Two Heavy Wrestling Podcast with myself and Mr. Eddie Cooney. You will notice the absence of Mr. Zach Craig. He was feeling under the weather. Um, he actually is with us, but he's just playing producer today. So uh, you'll be just having Eddie and I kind of going through this episode. Uh, but next week, are we talking about next week at all or no? I I think we kind of should. I, I think it's very important because of how this past week went. Yeah. So next week, uh, there, we won't go into too much detail. There's just going to be surprises, surprises for next week's episode. Um, and it'll, it'll set the tone for what we're going to look like moving forward. So make sure you tune in every week, but next week in particular is going to, going to be a little bit of a game changer for us. So, but speaking of changing the game, uh, first night of the draft is over. What do you think? How do you think the draft went so far, Eddie? Confusing. We've talked about it a little bit. I think a lot more teams that we thought would split up and would kind of benefit from splitting up got drafted together. Yeah. A lot more group picks than I thought there'd be. I think it's kind of nice to have individualized, like even if they go to the same show, like Walter and Imperium don't have to be drafted together, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, I think that's something where you could because Walter's kind of on his own level. So I feel like he should have been drafted on his own uh, damage control. If everyone thought would split up profits, everyone thought would split up type deal. Well, and the thing is, as you go into these. Just because they got drafted together doesn't mean they won't split up afterwards. Right. Um. However. You can always use the draft as a scapegoat to organically split teams whenever you don't want them to feud. Um, and I thought the street profits was a perfect example of that. I thought that if they were going to split up the street profits, but they didn't want to do it as a feud between contest Ford and Angela Dawkins, right. that would have been the moment to have them be split up, but they got drafted together. So I don't know, dude, I feel like we've seen a lot of stuff happen based off of the draft where teams have split up before. I feel like we're not going to get that at all. I haven't seen why, it's necessarily a game changer yet. If I'm going to be honest, the only game changer that really happened this past week was the new title, in my opinion. Yeah, which the new World Heavyweight Championship, uh, obviously, for me in particular, if you've paid attention to a lot of our content before, I'm very happy about a World Heavyweight Championship getting reintroduced because Big Gold was my is my favorite belt of all time. Now... We didn't get big gold, but we got like big gold adjacent where apparently WWE is moving forward with this like domed belt style. The intercontinental title did it. Now doing it right. Um, I think it's okay. I don't hate the new belt design. Um, do I wish they would have just brought back big gold as it was and call it a yes, but I don't hate this alternative. I haven't crossed the threshold into using the word like yet. Right. But I might get, actually, I'd need to see it over someone's shoulder. I think an individual has to bring back Big Gold. Like, I think if you're in Triple H's shoes, yes, you want to see him bring back something like Big Gold, something of the nature. But, like, in his shoes, he has to be this creative mind. He has to create new things, yeah. I think, is the way I'd look at it. Whereas if Cody gets the opportunity to have that belt, which kind of shows us, hey, he's Probably if actually, if anything, the draft told me it's probably his time to have that title. The only issue that I have with that is that. I really wanted him to specifically have the WWE title because that's what the whole right. is about. 
but more importantly, I wanted him to beat Roman. Okay. And we we can get into the draft now. We can still, but Roman and Cody got drafted on opposite shows. So at this point, I don't I don't see the latter happening. I don't see Cody dethroning uh, Roman Reigns at this point, unless they pull some sort of shenanigan. But I I feel like that would have been more important than just giving Cody world title that doesn't it doesn't have the lineage that he's chasing after for his dad right just a brand new world title and that doesn't make it less important generically but it should make it less important to cody rhodes and the legacy he's trying to build i agree i completely agree with that i think in terms of what dusty wanted and what dusty could have accomplished cody would need that and i think that kind of points out where uh, maybe another Royal Rumble in the future, maybe a Money in the Bank, maybe an Elimination Chamber. They also need to eliminate something off that list, in my opinion, if you want to make those world title matches mean something. And I know we've talked about that in the past as well, but yeah. I feel like in in the same sense, like it's creating a new legacy. Like, hey, Dusty never got this, but Cody can start this and innovate it. So I'm looking at that too. Well, in in all reality... I think the other reason why it's important that Cody gets the WWE instead of the world heavyweight is because let's, even if they did bring back original big gold in its lineage up until now baked into the WWE world heavyweight champion baked into the, in that lineage, Dusty did get that belt, right? Like Dusty did hold big gold in NWA when he beat Ric Flair for it. Yeah. So that's that's another reason why I think Cody doesn't necessarily need to go after that title is because not only is that not the title that his dad chased, but it is something that already did. So that story, you, you could do the parallels of like, yeah, my dad got it. Now I got it, but it's still not the WWE title. And you can go down that path and go that route if you want. I just don't think that's the story that Cody. No, and I, I do realize that it's kind of, a catch well also another thing now that roman does have both belts on one show and they're introducing a new belt do you think he's going to chase after a third belt there's been a lot of people asking about that yeah i don't see that happening only because it's granted i feel this way at the end of every draft with triple h in charge it just feels right i think the lines are going to be harder between the i think once you're on this show you're not venturing over the other show Unless you're setting up like a, like a Survivor Series, like if it's we once these lines are hard set on May eighth, you're not gonna see bleeding over until like October or something. That's if they want to set up a Raw versus SmackDown type deal. Yeah. So unless there's Money in the Bank or Royal Rumble shenanigans, Cody Rhodes' future, or I'm sorry, in Roman's future, right? In terms of how he would get it. I don't think he'll get all three. And if he does get all three, then what was even the point? I So actually theory that I just thought of too. So let's say Cody wins the belt, like this new belt, holds on to it till Survivor Series. Roman and if they're going to do Survivor Series the right way, I think Intercontinental United States have to go off. I think so too. Uh, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. What? Zach, can you pan over real fast? Uh, Randy? But I... Look... <laughs> here no go ahead it's just if you're gonna bring in a new 
Okay. And you want to make sure that when you introduce this title, it's elevated to the high standard. The first person to hold that belt is very important. And we're in the middle of a draft right now, and there's a very specific someone that just hasn't been drafted yet. <laughs> and I'm choosing, because they weren't drafted first, because they're for sure a first-round pick, I think that they're just going to save the best for last. Yeah. So I, I truly believe that the last draft pick of this draft will be Nia Jax. <laughs> and what they'll do is they will have her be the first ever world heavyweight champion on raw. Right. I don't know about that. I'm not going to lie to you. When I think of class and prestige, I think. Nia Jax. Well, hold on. (laughs) I I think Harley race, Ric Flair, uh, Sami Zayn. He hasn't gotten there yet, but he will. Uh, Sami Zayn, John Cena, Roman Reigns, and then we need someone new for the future. I don't know if Nia Jax is that person. I'm not going to lie. To be honest, if I were listing off that people, I would have said... Nia Jax first? No, not first. (laughs) I would have said Harley Race. I would have said Ric Flair. Then I would have said Nia Jax. Because I think she's in front of all those other... In front of the Tribal Chief? Especially in front of the Tribal Chief. Okay. Well, let me let me get back. But on anyways, track. back to your point. Stupid. <laughs> no, let me get back on track. So Cody wins this title. I think he is. If, if he doesn't win it first, he's going to be the next guy in line. In you my you think he'll be second to hold it? I think I think he should be first. I think it makes sense. I don't know who would beat him for the belt if it's not Walter. In my opinion, I need to get used to saying Gunther too. I, I'm so bad at doing that, but because uh, it's grown on people, most people are calling him Gunther now. I'm, I'm just so used to saying Walter because I watched him in PWG and all that. So like that, that's who I know. But let's say wins the belt, goes to Survivor Series. Cody and Roman face off. If they want to do Survivor Series right, they have to have champions from each respective brand fight each other, and right. then traditional Survivor Series matches. I think. In that stance, Cody beats Roman. That is the first person to beat Roman. With him both on different shows, no belts on the line, he's the first guy to beat Roman in who knows how long. I think a similar situation with what happened with Brock, uh, at the Royal Rumble, Roman runs in on Cody and costs him that world title. Oh, but then how do you get Cody over to SmackDown? I think he'll find a way because uh, he's not going to win back-to-back rumbles right? no i don't think he's going to win a royal rumble I-, I feel like this is just something where triple h can put the hammer down no pun intended uh and like look you cost him this belt he deserves and i bring up wrestlemania last year even like hey you did not win cleanly yeah like cody is going to fight you at wrestlemania well they could the cool part is when you have these brands they could do some sort of like trade, like Cody Rhodes got traded to SmackDown, right? In place of whoever Baron, whoever is whoever wins the Rumble on Smack, uh, maybe they'll win the Rumble on SmackDown tr- trade trade, yeah. yeah, something like that. But let's go ahead and get into these draft picks. So, uh, do you want to run down the SmackDown roster, or the Raw roster? For- I'll run down. You got it pulled up, so I'll run down the Raw roster because I believe SmackDown went first. Yeah. So you want me to go down to SmackDown yep, first? You can hit SmackDown. Okay, so so far SmackDown, 
Uh, they have the bloodline, but specifically, the bloodline is only being listed as Roman Reigns, Solosikoa, and Paul Heyman. No Usos. I we also kind of talked a little bit about this. I yeah. don't like the pa- specifically this package. Yeah, because you want Solo to be an individual star. I know he's not to that point. No one thinks he's ready for that point. Yeah. Don't put him in a feud with Riddle if you don't think he's ready for that point. If you're putting him in individual feuds and he's not fighting. Yeah. Or if he's not fighting, then I understand why you package him with Paul Heyman. He's like literally there to be an enforcer bodyguard type situation. But he's fighting now. He's wrestling. He's having feuds. Make him an individual. Like give him some substance. Because like he can do it. We know he can do it. Yeah. He's trying to play off. Also, no disrespect to what he's doing. He doesn't need this Humaga gimmick. Uh, he doesn't. I do. I think the spike's cool. He can keep the spike. Yeah. I just don't need him to be doing the rest. Yeah. He doesn't need to do that. Like I, I like the Samoan heritage that people bring uh, within the Samoan dynasty and WWE, but you don't need all of that in order to be an individual. Like the Usos did the Samoan heritage. It didn't work for him. And then they did their own thing. Yeah. And kind of branched out as uh, the Uso penitentiary doing that type of stuff. It rose their stock so much yeah. by doing that. Like, he does not need to do that either. Well, and I think they're available. I think they just weren't available in this pool, so they were never going to get drafted together. But I think, especially since they lost on SmackDown, they're not the champs. They'll right. probably just get drafted to Raw and we'll see what happens. Yeah, they're not labeled under the bloodline lane. We'll see what happens. But uh, after that, we got Bianca Belair, who is currently the Raw Women's Champion. So I think I, I it's probably safe to assume Charlotte's going to get draft, drafted to Raw. And they'll just trade titles. They did that a couple years ago. Rhea Ripley did. What did I say? You said Charlotte. Charlotte lost to Rhea Ripley at WrestleMania. I, was... uh, I did mean Rhea Ripley. Yeah. Yes, uh, I absolutely. Agree. Yeah. Uh, Street Profits, Montez Ford, and Angela Dawkins on SmackDown. I was actually really excited about this next one. Edge. Edge gets drafted to SmackDown. You were the one who pointed out the theory that in order for Edge to be, not not to say be successful, because of course he's successful, but like being able to hold gold, he has to be on SmackDown. Yeah. So and I think it's good for him. Yeah. So I think I think it'll be one last run on the show that he really helped put on the map. Every time I think of Edge, I think of SmackDown anyway. Absolutely. From that time period. So I think that'll be really uh Bobby Lashley to SmackDown. Uh this one, there was a really good return on Friday. AJ Styles came back. Also, this this pick in particular is just a cheat code. It's uh-huh. a four person pick on one draft pick. It was AJ Styles, Carl Anderson, Luke Gallows, and Mia Yim each in uh, Meech and Mia Yim, Mia Meech and Yim, Yim and Meech. Uh, Yim what is it, Meech. dude? They need to decide what her name is and move on. But dude, it's Mia Yim. I'm calling her Mia. Yeah, Yim. well, it's, like it just says Meechim, uh, Meechin on their WWE Instagram. It's yeah, Mia Yim. I was happy to see her get put back with the OC, and I said that to someone last night or today and they were like well i don't think she was ever away from them and it's like there were multiple times over the last two or three months where mia yim was on tv just in the women's division doing her own thing being a part of random tag teams 
not even mentioning the OC, not wearing OC gear, and the OC is nowhere near her at the time. So, like, she was very much being an individual. Well, another thing I don't really like is... This is kind of the issue with OC and why they left in the first place, I feel like. they When AJ Styles isn't in the picture, they don't use the OC. Yeah, that's crazy. Why, why not, dude? Oh my god, it's like they're doing so well when they leave. And they go over to New Japan, kill it. Yeah. They go to Impact, kill it. Then you bring them back to WWE. AJ gets hurt. They can still feud. Like, they can do, like, little buddy-buddy type stuff with, like, Riddle or yeah. whoever they want in order to go against uh, Judgment Day. Yeah. But it's like, why are you putting them in the situation where you can't use them if AJ Styles isn't there? I don't know. But I'm just glad that AJ Styles is back at this point. Right, um, and I bet SmackDown is too because they got to draft four people in one pick. Oh my god! Um, Maybe that's why they had so many extra picks. I guess. Well, and and uh, AJ did show that he's not injured anymore. Right. He did that flying forearm to whoever in the Viking Raider. Who did he do it? Viking, Viking Raider one. Viking Raider A, instead of Viking Raider B, because I don't. Viking Raider the sequel. Viking Raider two electric boogaloo. <laughs> This time it's personal. Viking Raider the squeakle. <laughs> um, after the OC, uh, damage control, kind of like what you mentioned. They not they're not split up, at least not yet. Right. All three of them also in one pick. We've talked about this. In order for this to work, look, I'm a Dakota Kai fan, but Dakota Kai, in my opinion, this no offense to her or her ability, cannot. I don't think she'll be world champion. Just, I think she's a mid-card women's division, but Io Shirai, yeah. or Io Sky, that I'm still trying to get used to that too, she can be a women's champion. Oh, 100%. She was the best wrestler in the world before, and women's wrestler in the world who wasn't with WWE before she signed with WWE. Yeah, like, and even then, she's one of the best wrestlers in WWE. Exactly. So, so, they need to do something with her, like ASAP, in my opinion. Well, hopefully they'll just implode and feud. That that group I would be okay with, imploding and having a right. triple threat blow-off match, and then they send EO Sky into the stratosphere of the main event. Bailey goes back to being Hugger. Bailey is a face. Brings back the wacky inflatable arm flailing tube men. I'd rather not have that. I happen. think that would be cool. She's too far into her gimmick to go back to that, in my opinion. Yeah, well, th- if you write her off TV for six months... Right. And then have her come back. I just, there's so much I don't want to see with Hugger Bailey. Like, even, I just think she keeps calling people loser too much. Like, yeah. she's very good. Like, I don't like Bailey. Not as a wrestler, but like, I just don't like her. The heel Bailey or the face yeah. Bailey? Like, I, that. that's like, well, both, yeah. technically. But like, there's, I don't like Bailey, and she's doing her job. That's perfect. Yeah, you're not supposed to like her. Right. So I, I really do hope it goes into like maybe a triple threat feud type deal, but I just can't see Dakota Kai doing anything unless she teams up with like Tegan Knox or something, does the yeah. team kick or whatever they well, were. Well, hopefully uh, we get the hugger Bailey back at some point. Uh, for the last draft pick on SmackDown for the shows, because there are extra draft picks that were done. Early, uh, Alba Fire and Isla Dawn. I you... remember whenever their names were read, I texted my brothers in a group chat and I said, Ooh. So I don't know who they are because I don't watch NXT. I'm the re- resident NXT guy yeah. between all three of us. Uh, so Alba Fire, formerly known as Kaylee Ray, uh, she's done a lot in other promotions, primarily in UK. Uh, and she was NXT UK champion, uh, to my knowledge, the longest reigning NXT UK women's champion. 
uh, beat Tony Storm for it, for it, had a huge feud with Piper Nevin when she was like really killing it over there. Yeah. So her getting over there was great. Isla Dawn, I think when you like kind of look at her and her gimmick, yeah, you may like kind of treat her and I'm not saying they are like in any way, but you may treat her like Nikki Cross. You're like, I don't know how to take her. Just, like, I don't. What am, I, what am I supposed to think when I look at yeah. you? Yeah, that that's kind of how I feel about her. Yeah, but okay. they are both a very good female competitors. And I think this is like a very new women's tag team, but a very off like they feel like a tag team. When do they win the women's tag team? belts? Maybe like honestly less than two months ago, I'd say. Because I was gonna say because um you'll get to it on the raw, but all of the women's champions in NXT got drafted and none of them have had the belts for I th- so I was also thinking of that too because I'm like, I don't know if Indy's well, I think Indy may have gotten injured recently too. She did. She was wearing a boot. Yeah. So she may forfeit the title, but I was also thinking maybe she won't forfeit. So in NXT, if there's one person who I could see winning the belt, I, I don't want Roxanne Perez to win the belt. I just think she's like, you can have a small, a smaller wrestler be a champion. Like we've seen it with Rey Mysterio. We've seen it with EO Sky. Give it like, to Core Jade. Core Jade it would also, I think she's going to get called up on Monday. So I do think so. If not, then she better be women's champion. Yeah, might as well give her the rub with that belt. Her, Tiffany Stratton. They're both great competitors. Well, that rounds out what was drafted on TV for SmackDown. Uh, do you have the Raw ones pulled up, or do you want me to go through? I do have the Raw ones pulled up. Uh, and then we'll go over the after I have that picks. pulled up, too. Yeah. So, first one for Raw was Cody Rhodes. Already kind of gotten a little bit on that. Hopefully world champion coming up. Just, all right. We, you're right. We did talk about it. <laughs> Uh, I kind of called it, but I kind of didn't, uh, Becky Lynch. Yeah, I was, I was, uh, until I realized that Rhea Ripley was in the second draft pool being saved right. for Monday, I was surprised that the two champs weren't draft first. Right. So, I said top five, dude. Yeah. I, I, I said it, I regretted it and it happened. Yeah. So very happy with that. I think that means Seth's going to get drafted to raw, uh, on Monday. I think so too. I uh, hope there's no reason to split up that couple. No, I don't and they don't even have to be on TV together. I just want the real life couple to have easy traveling. Account. Right. Definitely. And they're raising a child. Absolutely. And then we had Imperium all uh, we had. And I also know them by their old name. So uh, Gunther, Ludwig Kaiser and Giovanni Vinci. So yeah, Imperium. Yep. So I thought they could have split those up personally into like you could have had Gunther tag team so we'll have them go to the same show because i think everything kind of blends pretty well together with all of them on the same show yeah. but kind of got to that point riddle to raw yeah and it was really cool that they had a rvd called the draft pick for I matt riddle that. i thought that was really cool i so riddle in my opinion i don't think he's ever going to leave raw he Probably just seems like not. a raw guy. Yeah, I think I think raw is a really good fit for him overall, right. just because of the vibe. And I don't even I don't even necessarily think that I could even articulate that accurately on why. Right. But whatever the raw vibe is, it's Matt Riddle's vibe too. Well, that's how RVD was. Like whenever he went to SmackDown, I'm like, this doesn't feel yeah, right. Yeah, RVD on SmackDown did not make sense. No, it didn't. He did cool things on SmackDown, yeah. but it was like 
Let's throw him in the tag. Whatever. Different story, different time. Uh, Drew McIntyre to Raw. Yeah, I really wanted to touch on this because of all the rumors that Drew McIntyre was leaving. And yeah. So when does his contract actually expire? Do we know? Uh, Zach being off screen. So early next year? I thought it was earlier than that. I thought it was like June, July. Yeah. Okay. So I was... Because didn't he also like delete all of the WWE affiliations on Twitter and everything? Like, I believe so. Yeah, like it's crazy. I, I, I was genuinely surprised to see Drew McIntyre get drafted. Right. At least on TV. If they were going to do these off-screen draft picks, if if he really is in this questionable position right now, it would have made more sense to do it there. Now, but, uh, another theory, Drew McIntyre, does he still have Sheamus and the Brawling Brutes with him? Well, uh, they're in the Monday draft pool, so we'll have to see. Yeah, but I think this is a great way, and this is the one guy, if Cody doesn't win, I think should win the belt. Drew, yeah, I think I that would be a really so. good fit for him, especially because when you look at both of Drew's world title runs, neither of which weren't. Right. It was really disappointing. So I think. Having him be a world champion in front of fans is something that he deserves. Very much agree. Um, the the other thing that I was really confused about that WWE did last night, why did you have Teddy Long come out and read draft picks and he read them for Raw and not SmackDown? I don't. That had to have been a Vince call. <laughs> that just doesn't... Be... Am I crazy? That doesn't make sense. Teddy well, Long was the GM of SmackDown forever. Dude, another thing I've kind of been looking at and like trying to kind of wrap my head around, Triple H is very good at making like reasonable decisions. Yeah. But he's like kind of ever since Mania, I've been like, he's actually kind of making some weird ones, in my opinion. Well, I mean, you got to figure he's probably trying to... There's got to be some sort of Vince influence with some of the decisions he's making. Yeah. Right. But also I wouldn't be surprised if triple H at least for a little bit was trying to make Vince esque decisions. Right. So that it looks like he would book things the same way so that Vince would back off. And if he does that long enough, then Vince just will back off and then he'll get to do whatever he wants. Right. No, I totally agree with that. So. And uh, next one being The Miz. The Miz. I was really excited about that one. I think The Miz, for some reason, even though they're wildly different characters, The Miz also just has a raw vibe. Like Riddle. He now has a raw vibe. Yeah, like he's had a SmackDown. Smack, when it was Miz and Morrison, that was yeah. a SmackDown vibe. But this version of Miz, very similar to Seth Rollins, it's a, a raw vibe. Miz yeah. is a raw vibe. Yeah, uh, 100%. What are they going to do with him? With the Miz? Yeah. I don't know. Now that he's done with this whole host thing and he's just back to being a member of the roster. It's very difficult for me to pinpoint exactly what it is he should be doing because he's he's in such a flexible role that it makes sense for him to he it makes sense for him to be in the mid card, it makes sense for him to be in the main event. He can kind of be wherever he wants. Right. Um, which is a good position to be in, except for when they don't know where to put you. So I, I don't, maybe he'll start a new feud with someone. I don't know. He's not feuding really with anyone right now. As long as we don't have the same feuds we were having before with like Bronson and him and Johnny. Uh, kind of another thing, but 
I'll get onto a tangent. This pick should have been higher, in my opinion. Yeah. Shinsuke. Shinsuke, yeah. He did just return. He was gone for a really long time. Right. So I feel like maybe that's why his draft pick wasn't higher. Okay. But I'm just glad he was drafted on TV and not Very one of those happy. like off-screen picks. Now, I was thinking about him being in this like world title picture because if I'm serving correctly, I, I kind of the way they did this with the universal title when they first introduced it to the scene, they had multiple fatal four-way matches. Yeah, there was a I liked that. There was a tournament style yeah. to 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 determine who the first champion was going to be. I could see them doing something similar leading up to Clash of Champion Clash of Champions. Right. That's what it's called. I don't know why that fell out of my brain for a second, but cuz I think that's what Triple H said they're going to crown the new champion at Clash of Champions. Um, so they could do some sort of tournament starting May 8th up until that PLE. Definitely. No, and I think he could be definitely one of the top. If they do tournaments out, he has to be in that tournament. Shouldn't If he's on Raw, or he is on Raw, if he, if he is like active and on the roster, everything, he definitely needs to be involved in that. Right. I I think there are four guys that like kind of have to be, if they do eight man tournament style it has to be drew has to be cody has to be shinsuke has to be rollins i think yeah. that is good line for them yeah. and lastly uh that being indy hartwell getting called up uh good for her for people finally seeing a lot in her in my opinion i, I feel like she does do a lot she's not the flashiest wrestler yeah but you can do a lot with her on tv and it can and uh Zach just mentioned off screen. We can kind of dive into the other picks as well. We'll kind of talking about this. Uh, Dexter Loomis being on Raw. Yeah, is uh, uh is the is she the last member of the way to get called up? Uh, she is. Everyone else, because yeah. I know they're not going to reform the group or anything. And Candice is on Raw too. Yeah. Well, I don't know if they won't. Yeah, for now, yeah. I don't know if they won't remake the way. I- I'm not going to lie. Without Austin Theory. Or do you think they turn everyone heel or turn? Oh yeah, face? Theory would have to go to SmackDown. They could make a face the way with Dexter. Yeah, because Dexter wasn't really a part of the way. If like was kind of memory serves correctly, yeah, that was more of an index thing. So they can make a what face. What the heck version. is index? Were they the like a tag team? They're married, dude. They're kayfabe married. Yeah, they're kayfabe married. All right. You didn't know that? No, dude, I don't watch NXT. Well, you don't have to watch NXT to whatever, dude. You're being weird. I, I didn't know. know that. That's crazy. You're just being... no. Dexter Loomis helped her up the ladder. Oh, that's cool. I didn't yeah, know that. So, uh, I thought that was really cool. Uh, I'll do a couple more raw picks and then throw it back over. Yeah, yeah, you. go ahead. Uh, I kind of want you to do some of the newer guys that you may not know. So sure. I'm just gonna go over Viking Raiders to Raw. Yep. I kind of just like look i i love the viking raiders i think they can be a dominant tag team in the division i think they can be tag team champions but that's not going to happen nope uh no. i think they're too much into their character work to actually get a title shot yeah um i think they're playing they are the tag team equivalent of like a big show bludgeon brothers is what i thought yeah or well the, that's the thing bludgeon brothers actually got a title yeah, but like if you and Big Show did too. But if you think of the Big Show in like the later years of his career, where he was just he wasn't used for anything except putting over other people. I right. think that's what the Viking Raiders are going to be. They're going to do they're going to do setup matches and they're going to do squash matches to like build up the equity, and then they're going to use the Viking Raiders to put over other tag. 
That makes me so mad. I do not like it, but I've accepted it. They need to figure yeah. out a way to split the titles, do something, which they probably will. I'm sure opinion. they will in some capacity. Because if they're going to make a new title for Raw specifically, they're, they're going to have to unify both those. But hold on. Hold on, Zach. Can you? Hey, you please. Hold on. I, I think I think he has something. Oh, guys. Look, all I was all I was thinking. Was that if you're going to introduce a new belt, I think we've already done this. I If you're going to introduce a belt, <laughs> the first person to hold that belt has to be important. You have Who's to important. You have to build equity into that belt. Who has equity? So if you're going to have a new tag team. Okay. You're, or not a necessarily division, but if you're going to have new tag team belts, let's have Nia Jax be the first tag team champions. Just her? Yeah, Nia and Jax. Who's Jax? Nia Jax. Okay, but like, doesn't she need a partner? Does she need a partner? I think she does need a partner. No, I think Has she... there ever been one tag team champion? Yeah. No, I know. I think I know what you're about to say. What was I about to say? Actually, tell me. I wasn't about to say anything. I was just saying it's you, you happened had, you, had a, just, you just had a weird face on you. That's fine. You we'll move on. But back to the tag team division. Back to the tag team division. Max and male models. Whatever. Whatever, dude. Whatever. I don't care about them. I just like saying their names. Does that mean does that mean that uh Otis and Otis Otis and Chad Gable are automatically gonna go to Raw? I would think so. If they're going to have they're gonna continue that. Dude, I just like their names. Mansois and uh That's lovely. Maxine Dupree. Maxine Dupree. All right, go ahead. Okay, so uh, you already mentioned Dexter Loomis. We kind of touched on Candice LeRae a little bit with Indy Hartwell being on Raw. Depending on where um, Johnny Gargano goes, we could get some sort of the way reunion. But right, uh, right now, it's pretty fair to assume Theory's going to have to go to SmackDown because of Gunther going to Raw. Agreed. Uh, Zoe Stark. I'm most excited for that one. That's a big one for you? Honest. Out of the people who got drafted after the show, that's the person who, like, she can. I don't know if you've seen much of her wrestle. Sure, she's she's good. Is she? She's I've heard really the name good. and I've seen some highlights, but I've never watched the whole match. And everything I've seen, I was very impressed with. She has some like yeah, she awesome. Her. her finisher is like I don't know how to describe it. It's like a torture rack GTS. It's it's cool. Yeah, I I think she's gonna do great. I think so too. From what I've seen, I've, obviously you've much more experience with it. Than I do, but. Uh, Jordan Devlin, J.D. McDonough. Another very, uh, I like that pick a lot. I've gotten to watch Jordan Devlin. He's like, he's very small, but he fights, I'd say equivalent, maybe a little more flexible. No, actually not even more flexible. He just has a much more different look, but people kind of look, I think he's more of a Pete Dunn-esque type yeah. of person. It's like that British Strong style, but like high flying at the same time. So do you think that these people... um Zoe Stark and JD McDonough and even the other ones that got drafted, do you think they're ready for the call up they're getting? Zoe, yeah. I, I think she has been. JD McDonough is one of those guys where it's like he's so much fun to watch. Yeah. But I don't know how he's gonna be on the main roster. Like I don't know if he'll get that type of like limelight that we all hope to expect from him. Yeah. So I, I don't know if that'll go too well for him. Well, we'll have to watch and find out. After him was Apollo Crews coming back up to the main roster. 
I think I, he's ready. I, I think so too. Um, I, but to be fair, I liked him before he went back down. Um, but well, actually that's not true. I liked him up until they did that weird Nigerian character. Bad booking. Yeah. Until his bad booking, they sent him back down to help him kind of erase that. And I think he's erased. Is he a face or a heel right now? He's a face. Perfect. Apollo Cruz should be a face and they should give him his old theme back and just let him be Apollo Cruz. I think that I just didn't like when he was up on the main roster, when he was U.S. champion, intercontinental champion. It didn't seem like he should be there. Like, if that makes it, sense. He, like, his, his first call-up was really early. His first call-up was the most, like, I could see him as, like, actually competing for a title. Yeah. Whereas when he won those titles, I'm like, I just don't feel it because you made him get squashed all the time before that. Yeah. Like, you know? That probably won't happen now. He'll probably have a respectable roster run this Right, definitely. Um, Natalia goes to Raw. Sonia Deville and Chelsea Green did get drafted as a tag team. They're on Raw. Um, and then Hit Row, Top Dalla, Ashante, The Donis, and B Fab to SmackDown. The The Donis. It's 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 listed as Ashante the Adonis. It says Ashante The Adonis. The right. is in quotes with T H E E. So I, I read anyway, it as you just seemed confused. By it I, I read it, it as it was typed. Uh, probably nothing's going to come out of them being in WWE. I think which... without the missing member, no. Nope. Yeah, I'm going to say the missing member. I don't know his name. I forgot his name. That's why I said Swerve. That. Swerve Strickland or Isaiah Swerve Scott. Uh, yeah, but his name now is Swerve Strickland. I think. Yeah, but Isaiah Swerve. Swerve. He'll Scott. always be Swerve. Yeah, so Swerve. I think no one cares about that group without him. I. Kind of also, I was very excited when they came back, but I'm like, they're not going to do anything yeah, with them. So. The hype for them returning was really cool because right. they came back during that really cool, like month and a half long. Yeah. Vince is gone. Let's bring back all these people. Uh-huh. Um, and so they got their pop for that. And now uh, Top Dollar is a botch of mania highlight. Right. And we love it. And I think probably the next women's champion you're about to announce. Lacey Evans. I, I think she's ready, dude. I think I think that women's right is finally going to win her. <laughs> I think that she actually I will agree with you. I think she's been ready to be world champion in terms of her in-ring performance. I think she's a very good competitor. WWE just does not know how to handle her booking. They do not know how to book this woman in any type of respectable way. So now she's the female Sergeant Slaughter. Yeah. And that worked for about two weeks, and now she's back off TV again. Let's play a quick mini game real fast okay. that I just thought of. Who is going? Who will salute Lacey Evans? So I'll give you a list of names, and you tell me if they'll salute Lacey okay, Evans. Okay, go ahead. Okay. Uh, Sergeant Slaughter. Will. Will. Yes. Uh, will Triple H salute Lacey Evans? I'm going to say yes. Will Rhea Ripley salute? Abs- not in a million years. So what would Rhea Ripley do? Probably squasher. Okay. <laughs> like, would. Oh, so does that mean would Dami also squasher? Well, Dami's not going to be involved, right? Dami goes where mommy goes. Yes, I do know that, but I don't think that he's going to lay his hands on a woman. Until he's in that tag title picture. <laughs> and then it's fair game. I, Dude, if Dami and mommy ever win the women's tag team championships... <laughs> I will freak out. Who, it, like, if Santina is a thing, then Dami being in the women's tag division can be a thing. Well, too. if you go back in, uh, if you go back in TNA 
Impact history. Eric Young. Eric Young yeah. was a was a woman's tag with was ODB. a knockout champion with ODB. So I mean, it's not like it's completely unheard of. Would ODB salute Lacey Evans? Uh, ODB would probably like make her sniff her pits or something. <laughs> yeah, like, it would be really gross. Um, actually, if we want to talk about just out of left field, Eric Young has been signed with WWE since November and oh, has yeah. not showed up on TV yet. I'm. Um, him being a, I guess, producer slash coach, but not really. I mean, he would, he signed a wrestler's contract. He's supposed to be on. He signed a wrestler's. I didn't know. Yeah, he he's supposed to be contract. on TV wrestling. That's kind of weird. Yeah, I don't know. I think he, him being in WWE works if Sanity's there. I was more excited to see what he would do in the mid card by himself. I'm not. I'm, I'm past it. I'm just waiting for Eric Young and Bobby Roode to be on the TV at the same time. I think he needs a group, you know? Like Team Canada? Team Canada, uh, the nation of whatever. Domination? The nation of domination? No, not the nation of domination. And Impact. What was the oh. League of Nations? Yeah, well, no. no League, of Nations League of Nations was, League of Nations yeah. was WWE. It was something. It was something. It was everyone from I every country. I remember Fortune. Fortune? He was, <laughs> he was a Fortune. Remember Fortune? I remember Fortune. It was a good group. Uh, um, anyways, we're way off the rails here. Um... But those are all the picks that we've seen so far in this WWE draft. Coming up on Monday, we're going to get the second wave of the draft. Yes. Um, I want to go back to the World Heavyweight Championship. Okay. I want to know definitively in concrete, who do you think is going to be the winner of the first, like uh, of this tournament, if they do a tournament or anything like that? Like, who do you think is going to be the first person to win that? I think... Oh my gosh, it's so tough because I don't think it's going to be Seth. Uh, I think laying it down right now, yeah. I think it's going to be a finals, and I think it makes sense for a good story being uh, Cody and Drew. And I think Drew is going to win. If you, the only reason I don't like that is because I do not want Cody to lose back to back world title shots. But I think Cody will win. Eventually. Yeah, I just don't want him to lose back-to-back world time. I don't want Cody involved in the turn. And I it's hard because he's he was the first round draft pick. He's going to be involved. Oh, it's because of Brock. He can't win the tournament. Yeah, right? like he's, he's fighting like Brock. He's gonna already. be I think that him and his Brock stuff, whatever is that's going on, yeah. I think will keep him outside of the tournament. Or if he is in the tournament, Brock's gonna screw him up. There goes my knowledge, dude. Uh, okay, well, Cody's not going to be in the finals. Then. Yeah, I lied. I think Drew would be a good first choice, but I actually, before Zach was saying anything, was thinking Seth Rollins would be a good first choice. I don't... Seth Rollins hasn't been a world champion in like four against... years. Well, when is Clash of Champions also? Later in May. It's like Later late May, May oh, I believe. Okay. Maybe Seth, but I still think Drew would be like a great first champion for the show. I think he would. I be think a- so too. I just, I don't know. Seth hasn't been a world champion in so long, and I think that it's a big enough name that it'll elevate the status of the title a little bit, show some importance. Right. Not that Drew wouldn't, but I think Seth deserves it at this point. I think Seth yeah. being the first, and I think Seth, especially because he lost. Seth lost that universal championship match just for the person who beat him to give it away 24 hours later. Right. I think that this time 
not even to say that that was the wrong decision because Finn Balor was very hot at the time. Yeah, they were using that to introduce him to the main event, right? Giving someone that rub. I don't disagree with that decision, but I think Rollins a second time around with a new world title introduction deserves to get that. I'm still not convinced that he would be the best choice for that champ because I'm I'm kind of looking at it as in Seth hasn't won it in X amount of years. Drew had it, but didn't have it in front of fans. What would be more important? And it's I'm not saying Seth won't win it eventually. I just think... Oh, he for sure will win. Yeah, he'll definitely win it. Like, I think Drew makes the most sense at this very point. One, because Drew is a very hot commodity. Like, you don't want to lose him. I think if you put this title on him, maybe it'll show him some more value. Maybe it'll give him some more importance. But then I do think Cody should take it. Yeah. Like, I think it does make sense to have, like, kind of my theory that I had. I think Cody and Roman matching up at Survivor Series is must-see TV. I think so, too. Point more eyes and get more draws to it. So I feel like Drew would be a good choice. The I would be very disappointed if Cody Rhodes beats Roman Reigns, not for it. Because that just is not as important. I don't think it's as important, but I think it builds more value to the story. I think, like, having something like that and, like, having, hey, I can beat you. I know I now can beat you. Like, it, say Solo's at ringside. Say Paul Heyman's at ringside. He knows he can beat him now. If that... If... if if I'm thinking past Survivor Series, if they do the world champion thing, Cody versus Roman, and they have Cody win that match. Right. If that is set up to where Cody then loses his belt at, like, Royal Rumble or something, and then kind of like what you talked about where Roman kind of screws Cody out of his belt right. for revenge of losing at Survivor Series, if that leads to them having a... WrestleMania main event rematch and Cody wins that one, then I'm okay with it. Yeah, um, definitely. But I don't know that I expect WWE to book that long. I'm looking kind of at everything and just being like, okay, with this turn at the Royal Rumble, like how many times has this happened in the history of anything? Uh, it happened as early back as I can think. It happened to Ultimate Warrior. Like that type of deal where uh, Randy Savage came out, screwed Ultimate Warrior out of the championship at WrestleMania. Oh, uh, we yeah. saw we saw Roman screw Brock out of it. Yeah. I can't really think of too many instances in between that, but it showed a lot in terms of hey, it did show the power of Roman Reigns uh, for that matchup between Warrior and Randy Savage. That was such a highly anticipated match, regardless of in-ring styles or yeah. kind of how they mesh. Because it was the names. Yeah. And you're. I think this is one of those things where we know Cody draws people's attention. The statistics are there. Right. And we know Roman has done so much for the WWE. If you make a Roman, I think, uh, Roman-Cody 3 tied up, final, final match for the belts that Cody has been chasing, I think that means more than Cody winning this past WrestleMania. Much more than it could have. So you're saying Cody Roman 3, not at WrestleMania, but their third match overall at Cody, WrestleMania. Yeah. Okay, I see what you mean. Yeah, that I would think, be, I would be okay with that. I think if you have the, you have to, if you put in place 
the necessity for a rubber match. Right. I think that would be helpful to make that important. Like, it sucks that we didn't get to see Cody win, and it made no sense. But in terms of, yeah, we kind of want to see him break Roman, break more records, but losing at the next WrestleMania, WrestleMania 40, where, like, it's going to mean a little bit more because it is the 40th anniversary. Uh, Like, I just think it means so much more having that matchup and having Cody win in any capacity beforehand to make it uh, number three. Yeah, I I would be okay with that. I think that would be good. Um, Does Cody... When does Cody get that belt, though? Because if we're assuming... Mm -hmm. That Brock and him, their feud is going to keep both of them out of this tournament. Right. And we think either Drew or Seth is going to win. The natural thing would be if Seth wins the belt, Cody would be Seth again. Yeah. Except that would be Cody beating Seth for a fourth time. Right. Which I think is excessive and unnecessary at this point. Agreed. So, that being said, who do you think Cody takes the belt off of? Uh, Drew. I do think it's going to be Drew. I'm I'm not like completely convinced. I think that makes most sense to me having Drew win it, and just because of like the past and like kind of where he is status wise, I think let's try to give this guy a little more value. Let's make him think like in kind of being in a Nikon type of role or being in a a talent relations role. Yeah, this guy we don't want to lose. I wouldn't want to lose Drew McIntyre, dude. Drew McIntyre will get signed by AEW and probably push to their main event so quick. Right, you don't want to lose him. Give him another world title shot, and I think this is the perfect opportunity for that. I think so too. I I also think that because it sounds like they want to make this world heavyweight championship, this version of it, it sounds like they want to make it the workers title. Right. Cause they went out of the way to be like Roman built his contract a certain way. Cause he's smart and I would have done it. Blah, blah, blah. Where he just doesn't have to have as many matches anymore. Right. Um, so they kind of planted that seed a little bit. And then you have Seth and others talking about how they'll be a defending champion and all that stuff. Yeah. So they've kind of built up this title to kind of be a workers title. Right. And I think Drew would be not that not that Cody or Seth wouldn't be, but I think Drew is is perfect for that kind of role. I think right place, right time. Yeah. In my opinion. Uh but that being said, we could get swerved and Seth somehow could go to SmackDown. Yeah, I don't necessarily even think I would hate that idea having Cody having Cody and Seth on opposite shows for a little while would be not the worst idea because right. that'll help organically keep them away from each other and so that we don't have to have like another set of matches between them. Right. So I completely agree. Uh, I think I want to be a part of a SmackDown and raw where it's like you see someone from SmackDown come to raw being like opening the forbidden door. Yeah. That you have to the, for the first at minimum Five to six months. Right. You have to have the brand split be so hard. And again, that kind of takes you to that October, November Survivor Series kind of yeah. deal. But when that's done, you like you have to lock that door back up until the next right. year. Road like, to rest. I think after the Rumble, it's acceptable to see a few here and there. Uh, I'm not saying like go crazy. It has to be. Like it has to be explained. It does have to be like explained. like Adam Pierce has to come out and be like the officials at SmackDown have approved the appearance of 
and then have an entry. You know, like it, like, yeah. like if they truly want us to believe in this brand split, brand split, and think that it's important and that it's being adhered to, there has to be reasoning behind people. I think that's the way. It means more if we see Cody on SmackDown at that point. If like he's not supposed to be there, and it feels like, whoa, what's he doing? Yeah. Or now it's like, oh, there he is again. Yeah, if they wait three weeks and it's like Cody's on SmackDown, but he's a raw. It doesn't matter. But if it's right. like. Six months from now, and we're like, dude, what is Cody doing? They did that well in 2016 when they did the brand splits again. Yeah. I thought they did that pretty well. Yeah. Not crazy. And I, I feel like everything wasn't as elevated as it could have been. But now we have a roster where a lot more, it, it means a lot more to wrestle than have a cool gimmick. Yeah. And we're not throwing the headbangers into the mix somehow, somewhere. So, right. yeah, like, I, I think it means more now, especially in the time we're in. Well, at this point, we just kind of have to hope that the brand split sticks and that this draft will matter and that WWE will carry this message moving forward. Agreed. Um, But I think that's pretty much everything that we wanted to talk about. Was there anything else you wanted to bring up before we go uh, ahead and wrap up? Well, of course, uh, follow us on the socials. We have Instagram, Facebook, Twitter tiktok youtube of course listen to us on spotify and apple music and uh in regards to youtube we're going to be doing this month's pro wrestling crate unboxing i'm going to hopefully be uploading that at the beginning of the week so stay tuned but that's everything i had so when you say this month that's still april's pro wrestling this is still april okay cool perfect so um by the time that comes out it might not come out until may but it is for april i'm sure he'll be clear about that in the video absolutely go from there so well uh that pretty much wraps up so let us know in the comments what you think about the current draft picks over the next couple days let us know what you think is going to happen before monday um eddie anything else before we get out of here i'm excited to see what monday brings hopefully we get something good and hopefully we get to learn a little bit more about said new world Championship. yeah next week on our episode and in addition to the surprises that we kind of teased at the beginning we'll also be continuing to run down the second half of the draft Maybe do a little bit of fantasy booking on how that plays out. Talk more about the World Heavyweight Championship a little bit. And then anything else? Start of Season 2 is what we're late. So, uh, but as always, thank you, Zach, for producing this episode in the background. Thank you, Eddie, as always. I've been Randy. And uh, we'll see you soon, guys.